Hi everybody, in today's episode we will be discussing the outcry over the death of an African American man who was shot earlier this week. We will also discuss how Georgia is slowly being reminded of the Great Recession of 2008. We will also be discussing about the Guardian News station that has been spewing false information saying that Georgia has been somehow getting some political gain from this whole mess. And we will also discuss how this has been a week that may define Governor Brian Kemp's career. All that and more on this episode of George Politics. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't publish an episode last week. Sorry about that. Just got busy, you know. I, I know, surprising. We're all quarantined and I got busy. But that's besides the point. So let's just go ahead and start off. So this is a um, sad topic I have for you today. So an African-American man, his name is, uh, I think is. Ahmad Arbery, I hope I'm not butchering the name, uh, but he was shot, uh, I think it was last week, uh, and there's been an outcry about the shooting. Um, so, first of all, I just want to, I just want to say I'm sorry about this. Um, this is sad. You know, for whatever reason, now they, from what I can tell, from, I have the article pulled up right here, they do not have, they do not exactly know why these two men, there was two white men who killed him. We don't really know why they did it. Now, they said they thought he was a, a criminal because he was running. Um, I mean, it was it's pretty obvious he's taking a jog. So, I don't know about that. But these, these men, were they were older men, uh, which might be something about it. One of them was like 64, and then he had a younger son, but I don't think he was much younger than him. Maybe only like uh, 40 or something like that. But they, they spotted him, and they, they pursued him, and then there was a conflict. You can watch the video. Um, if you just look up Georgia politics, it's going to be the first thing you actually see, uh, which is what I did today because I usually just look up Georgia politics, check out the news and stuff like that. But you can probably find it and watch the video. It, it is graphic, so I would warn you. Uh, but again, you know, I, I don't know the exact details of why this happened. Uh, I'm just going to look at the political side of this because there's a lot of politicians who are making assumptions right now they don't know any details they're just making assumptions i'm going to address that i'm going to address why they should not be making assumptions because they don't know what the reason was but i do think that everybody should pray for them because this is obviously a very very sad case especially in these times with the virus and stuff like that this is probably the last thing anybody wants to see is somebody get shot uh, especially when it seems like he or she you know he did not do anything so we you know pray for the family uh, again you can find it on fox news uh, their website, so, you know, pray for the family, this is a sad thing, though, sad, because I, I, I didn't, you know, he was not killed for really any reason, uh, the only possible reason that might make this slightly legal is if the fight was somehow caused by him, but again, I'm not going to make assumptions, because I don't know, and it might not have, and in that case, then those two men should serve uh, life sentences for murder, but again, I don't know. But the real thing I talk about today is Ocasio-Cortez. So she has decided she was going to put her opinion on this matter because it will make her look politically good. And she's a Democrat because she thinks she can put her opinion on anything. Now this is a very, this is obviously a sad time for the family. You know, the family probably wants to be left alone. They probably don't want all this media attention right now. Now they, of course, probably want to go through a case and they probably want to convict these two men or these two men wanted to be defended, you know, either way. They want to, of course, do something about this, but I bet the last thing they want to do is be covered on every news station in the entire country. That's probably the last thing they want. They probably, probably the last thing they want is politicians to be talking about them as well. So, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the per- again, 
why is she even giving a comment on this? She she is the the dumbest person in politics right now. She probably knows the least about this than anyone else right now. But so so she eventually just says um Ahmed Arbery was murdered for being black. Again, we don't know. We don't know this. She's just making it she she's just making an assumption, but she's presenting it as a fact. His white assailants were allowed to roam free for months after lynching him. They faced no charges, no arrests. Police have video of Muhammad's murder the day it happened. His family deserves justice. Our country deserves answers. Oh, this is a big thing. I don't know why the police did not arrest him immediately after happening after this was happening. Now it could have to do something with the coronavirus. Um and again, there's just not that many details right now. Now, Governor Brian Kemp has, it seems to me that Governor Brian Kemp has just now started to, has just now seen this clip, and he's he's just now being informed of this. So he has not been informed of this, but of course they're blaming Governor Brian Kemp like he's some racist hate monger, uh, which he's not. But they're, they're, they're saying that he is. They're trying to blame this on him, even though he, obviously, if you read his report, had no idea this even happened. You know, he doesn't get informed about every little thing that happens to the police. You know, that goes to the mayors, and then the mayors decide if it's a big enough thing to bring it to the governor. Now, obviously, either the mayor wasn't informed, or the police just kept it to themselves. Now, again, I do not want to attack the police, because I think the police do a great job. I think Georgia has some really respectable police officers. But again, there is always a possibility that you have some police officers who are not doing their jobs. And this is not attacking the police. I, I appreciate the police, and they do a great job. I just want to go ahead and say that real quick before I talk any more about the subject. But, so, apparently, he they were free for a month, a couple months, and, I again, I just don't know about this. I don't, they haven't presented too much information about this. I don't know exactly the details why, maybe the police just didn't care, maybe they didn't have the time for it, which I, I would hope not, because, you know, somebody got murdered. Um, maybe they thought, you know, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. And if it comes out when they go through the case, because they'll probably have a case about this, so they'll probably take this to court, and they find out that, you know, this man, you know, this, you know, there was some police not doing their job or something like that. Then, you know, they they should be fired. Plain and simple, they should be fired, and those two men should then be, you know, put on a life sentence. But there is always other possibility. Why has this just now been presented? You know, obviously, if the family knew he had been murdered, and the only thing that happened is like, so they were presented this video, and he was shot. Though I want to know who's taking the video. Because obviously the two men in the truck, because it says there's two men who participated in this. The two men in the trunk, you can see them with the video, but it's not like there's somebody filming this, but he didn't get out of the car and try to help him. He's just sitting in the car filming this. So I don't know if this is friends of those two men. I don't know if this is just some random bystander who just watched some guy get killed. I don't know. But they don't, they don't talk about that or who this person is who filmed the video. But yeah, it's just a lot of... And you can watch the video... Yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, it's a bad thing. It's terrible. Uh, I think this guy had a wife or girlfriend, something like that. His family is definitely, of course, mourning for his loss. Now, here's a tweet from Governor Brian Kemp. Director Reynolds has offered resources and manpower to D.A. Durden to ensure a thorough independent investigation into the death of Ahmed Arbery. Georgians deserve answers. State law enforcement stands ready to ensure justice is served. So I don't know if this is something on the... Now, again, we're trying to figure out if this is something on the police side or if this is something that is simply just maybe it was not reported at the time. Uh, maybe the virus got in the way. Maybe the family didn't press any charges immediately. 
I didn't hear anything about the family pressing charges immediately. I don't know is that the, the, they got the video, but I don't know who gave them the video. I don't know if there was charges followed along the video. Yeah, but still, it's sad. So that's all I have to talk about that for today. But again, you know, please pray because obviously this family's mourning um, for his loss and. You know, whatever the reason is, if it's because these guys were just racist and they shot him, or if it's because they really did think he was a threat, or if it's just because it was just a uh, there was a conflict and they and he they shot him. You know, either way, you know, let's just still somebody died, somebody got murdered, and it's sad. So, yeah, let's just let's hope that they can find peace. And it's a hard time to find peace with the virus, but yeah, please just pray, just pray for them. Okay, so this is. Again, I don't have a lot of happy topics for you today, but I just got to cover it. So um, Georgia is getting to the point to where they're revisiting the lessons of the Great Recession with this new economic downturn. Already, the U.S. economy has shrank 4.8% in the first quarter, the worst decline since the Great Recession, and we are probably going to surpass that. Seeing how quickly it's dropped as well, it's, it's dropped quicker than the Great Recession, and we're going further down. We are just plummeting down right now, and Georgia is feeling that. A lot, and if and if you remember the Georgia, the Great Recession, we there were so many people who got laid off, and it took years, almost all the way to 2012, for us to actually really get to the point to where we've recovered, and now we're going through that again. And this is another reason why this the governor has tried to reopen the state. We're trying to avoid that. I mean, we've already reached almost to the Great Recession, and we don't want to get there. We don't want to get past that. I mean, that would be terrible. I mean, you might have. Almost a quarter, maybe more, of Georgia pol- of the Georgia population laid off. That would be terrible. I mean, it would take us much longer to recover from that. And this, we're talking, we're not just talking about Georgia. We're talking about the entire country. You know, when the entire country, this isn't, this wasn't just, this is not something that's just affecting Georgia. This is affecting the entire country right now. And I mean, it, it's, it's insane. I mean, and um. Yeah, I mean, you can look at graphs on uh, Google and stuff like that, but it's it's bad. I mean, it's really bad. And this was one of the reasons why the governor opened up the state to try to prevent this or at least make it bearable and just not as bad. Trying to stop that drop before it gets worse. And, I mean, hopefully this works. But, again, that depends if these businesses will open up because he's allowing them to open up. We just need them to open up. Like, for instance... You know, the first week we had, a, I've had a couple businesses around me open, but a lot of them still stay closed. And I'm hoping that in the next couple weeks they will open up because if they open up and we can keep the economy going during this pandemic, that will not be happening. Because people will be going outside, people will be doing things, and I think the the population in Georgia and most Georgians are getting to point to where they do want to go outside, they do want to go shopping, there's things they want to do, there's places they want to be at, you know, they want to go to a restaurant, they, they want to do these things, and I think that. I hope that most Georgians will take advantage of this opportunity because, you know, before, I mean, we don't know. I mean, this might, he might, we might close the state again if this, if there's a, that something happens. So I, I say take advantage of it right as it, right now, you know. Sorry if I sound a little bit jarbled. I'm just kind of tired, I guess. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we can, this, this, this drop can stop if, if people can, go outside and do these things and buy stuff and go to these businesses and support them. We won't have something like the Great Recession. And that's that's hope. That's hopefully. That, that's the only hope I have for you today. Uh, but, you know, and I'm going to talk a lot about uh, him 
uh, reopening the state. I talked about it a lot yes, um, last week when I did my last episode, and um, I'm going to talk about it a lot more today. But um, yeah, so I'll be right back because I need to do an ad. Okay, so this this is something that's kind of ridiculous. So okay, the state reopens, and the entire time before they opened, news stations, multiple news stations, have just been trashing Governor Brian Kemp, trashing Georgia, saying this is a stupid move. What were they thinking? Even though these these people don't know any better, you have a couple doctors that are saying this. But again, a lot of these doctors, I'm sorry, they're just making predictions. And I'm being honest, a lot of these predictions they've made in the past have not entirely been correct. A lot of these graphs they've drawn off. I mean, I remember when we were in like February and they were talking, oh yeah, this this should start going down by April. Yeah, definitely. But guess what? We're in May right now, and it's not going down. So yeah, tell tell me again. You know, what are you planning on July now? Oh, it's gonna start going down by July. Yeah, probably. I mean, you have a lot, a lot of people just being super counterproductive right now. And the news is the worst. The news is literally just trying so hard to blame this on Republicans. So hard. They're not actually reporting on. Well, oh, this is some of the safety precautions you need. This is some of the things you need to do. Uh, so this is what some states are doing. Maybe we should try this. No, they are literally just trying to find any excuse to make the Republicans look bad. Literally any excuse. Their main objective during this entire virus is what... They, I mean, they I mean, they went full attack mode on Brian Kemp, just like they did Donald Trump, just like they did the governor of Florida. They've just been mauling them in the streets, and then they praise California. Oh, he's been doing such a great job, even though, still, there's a gigantic homeless population, and they have, the, they have, some, they have like, the most cases, and they still have some of the largest amount of cases in the state. And then they also praise New York. Like, oh, no, it's Trump's fault. It's so bad over there. No, it's not. It's his fault. He didn't order the he didn't order the stuff he needed when he had the chance. He didn't order it. He's like, oh, we don't need it. And guess what? He's he's paying for it. I mean, the guy didn't even close the subways. It took him like weeks to close the subways, which is like the number one pr- transportation system in New York. And if you've been on a subway train, uh, you're not exactly six feet apart from everybody. Like I think from you to the person in front of you might only be like four feet, max. And of course, but no, they don't care about that. They're like, oh no, they're doing a good job. They're trying their best. They they, they will trash on Georgia, which, by the way, Georgia, you know how many cases Georgia has? Georgia has 30,000 cases, about 30,000. And they only have a, almost only 1,000 deaths. And on top of that, if you look at graphs, we are actually starting to see a leveling out. And this is probably the same graph that Governor Brian Kemp looked at. We are not seeing some, and this is this, is, this, is this week. This is the, from, Friday to you. Not not every business is open, so not you know there has been some huge rush of people going to businesses. But still, you have not seen some gigantic increase in cases, in deaths. You you have not seen that. It has actually stayed pretty moderate compared to especially how it was before. Then it has been very fairly moderate. We had a huge we had a spike on April and like early April, but now we're getting to the coming weeks and it started to slowly decline. And it's now it's not you know straight down. It's just been slowly declining, kind of leveling out. You know what we've been planning for. But you know no, they're they're the 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 news stations are trying to make it look like this has been a complete flop from Brian Kemp. There's a Georgia is just going to suffer. They're going to prolong this. We're all going to die. I mean they're just creating panic and mass chaos. They're freaking Georgians out. They don't know what they're talking about at all. I can assure you that you think people, they make it sound like Governor Brian Kemp is by himself in office just making these decisions like some king. No. He's probably got almost a hundred officials 
including congressmen, senators, other doctors, you know, economists who are all helping him out trying to make these decisions. I don't care what Trump says, okay? I don't care what other, what these news stations think, okay? Because they don't know any more than we do. All they know is some predictions that some doctors made. We're using predictions that we made as well. Everything we have, all the information we have is just predictions. If Georgia fails, Georgia fails. We can just shut, we can quarantine everybody again. There. That's all we have to do. And it's not like we've seen this, Brian Kemp's just telling people you can open up. He's not saying open up. He's not banging down people's doors, open up, open your business, we can get the economy flowing in. He's something you can open. This is your chance. Take advantage of it. You can open. If you follow these guidelines, you can open. And again, they don't talk anything about the guidelines. They just say, he's reopening the state. We're all going to die. He doesn't say anything about... Uh, they don't say anything about any of the policies he's talking about, any of the rules he's set in place. He is not just saying people go willy-nilly, do whatever you want. Because if, if he let that happen, yeah, you'd see a huge increase in cases and a lot of deaths. But... Guess what, Georgia, I think most of the population has enough common sense to know you have to social distance. He has literally said in a quote, and I'll talk about this in my next article, and I'll talk about the quote, he said, community and not the government should lead the way in our recovery. He's putting this in our hands, and we have to take control of it. Because the government's not going to do everything for you, and he's being a good, believe it or not, he's actually being a pretty good political official in this way. He is not just saying, oh, well, here's some more state stuff I can get to myself. Well, I'm going to give myself unlimited power. You know, he's not doing that. No, he's literally just saying, I'm doing it as much as I can as a as governor of the state of Georgia. But the rest of this, the people actually need to do. I cannot just start arresting people, throwing people in jail, quarantine. I can't be like China. I can't just lock people up in rooms forcibly. People actually need to use common sense and do these things. They need to be able to social distance. And the last thing he needs right now is the news start freaking people out. Because, I mean, I just talked about we're going into a steep decline. We're getting into the Great Recession. We need people going out and shopping. We just need them practicing social distancing. One of the excuses I hear from the news is that, oh, we're just going to, we're just like reversing the cycle. You know, we're just going to get a bunch of cases. You know, when we social distanced like this before, we got a bunch of cases. People died. You know, that wasn't working. We have to quarantine. Okay, well, here's the thing that did, you know why that didn't work? And this is what most people believe, is because people did not know what this virus was. Nobody was completely, entirely sure what this is. People, I mean, the lack of information we had about this, we had almost no information. People did not know exactly the symptoms, people did not know how it spread. We were debating if it was even, how it even spread. People had no idea what they were doing, we didn't know what we were doing. That's how we got such a huge spike in cases. That's how many countries got a huge spike in cases, because they were not prepared. They had no idea this was going to happen. And that that's exactly what happened. And so, yeah, our social distancing at the beginning, it's similar to this, but we again, but people had no idea what they were doing. Now people actually understand you need to be six feet apart, you need to wear a mask, you need to have gloves. You know, you need to do these things if you do not want to get the virus. And we do not want you to get the virus, because if you do get the virus, you're putting everybody else in danger, including your family and yourself. And that's stupid. And yes, you have your stupid people. But those people, you know, they're going to suffer the consequences if they do this stuff. And I, I am, as much as I believe that the state should not get too into people's lives, the same as the federal government, if you keep seeing, if these stupid people go out there and these, these stupid things, then they need to at least be put under house arrest. 
If they're going to be that, that, that idiot who's going to go out there and is not going to practice social distancing at all, he's going to have a huge party in his backyard, big grill off. Well, that guy needs to be put in house arrest. Because that, that, that's the person who's going to get us the virus, and that person needs to be arrested. Because that's stupid. But your ma majority of people, including in the entire United States, maybe besides California, because a lot of them are dumb, will social distance. Will do it. And not everybody's going to be flooding out of their houses like a bunch of bees out of a hive. You know, a lot of these people are going to stay in a home. You mostly see a lot of these business owners going out, opening their businesses. They will not be getting the same amount of business as they were before, but at least they'll be able to keep their doors open. They won't have to rely on that government check every week. And again, that government check is not... If we do what Democrats want, and that's just stay quarantined for the entire... Until this virus is just completely gone, until we get a vaccine, which might be in a year or so. If we just do that, we'll be fine. Well, guess what? Here's the thing. Um, yeah, people are getting checks and stuff for the government that might be keeping their... Them keeping food on the table... And their businesses may be open for a couple more weeks. But the government cannot supply that for the rest of the year. People will be losing jobs. People will... I, I've, I, you, can, you can look up the numbers. There has been already almost hundreds of thousands of people in the United States who have been laid off already. And we cannot handle any more of that. People need to be out, be out and go back to their jobs. Because we do not want an economic recession. That is the last thing we already. We do not want something like the Great Recession. That's what I meant. Not not an economic recession. We're already in that, but I mean a great recession. We don't want that. And that I would rather get the virus than not ever be not be able to get a job in like a, two years. You know, I want to be able to go out, go work. I got laid off too. I got laid off. Now I I thankfully. I, I, I don't have to pay taxes and I don't have to pay rent or anything like that. So it's not as big a deal for me. But I know for some of my coworkers who have cars, who pay taxes, who, you know, they have they have how their own some of them have their own apartments and houses, have to pay rent. You know, some of them are saving money for their college tuition. This is a big deal. They'd rather get the virus than do that. And a lot of these people, I mean, we've seen the statistics people, right? The main people who are actually dying from this virus are elderly people. And people with pre-medical conditions. And one of the gov the policies Governor Brian Kemp has introduced that they, the, the media still continues not to talk about is that he has shut down the retirement homes. People in retirement homes are not allowed to leave or enter. Nurses and stuff that work at the retirement home must be clean. They must constantly be social distancing and cleaning. Same with hospitals. But no, the news doesn't talk about that. No, they don't talk about that. They act like they're going to start letting a bunch of elderly people out on the streets. Which they're not. We are using common sense tactics right now. Elderly people will not be allowed to leave their homes. People with pre-medical conditions, if it is a serious condition, will not be allowed to leave their homes by the government. But in other cases, if somebody does have actually a pre-medical condition and it's not required to stay at home, hopefully they will not be dumb enough to leave the house. If people use common sense... And they, they take advantage of what the, the, the state government right now is giving you the chance. Essentially, they're, we're gi they're giving us a chance to be responsible. This is essentially like your parent giving you, like, letting you stay home. Like, you're oh, I'm giving you the responsibility to not trash the house. But if you do not use common sense, and you're dumb, and you trash the house, guess what? You'll never be allowed to stay home alone again, and you will have to hire a babysitter. Which, in this case, the babysitter is going to be the police. Yeah. Best analogy I can come up with right now.
But yeah, so after this, uh, I'll take a little quick break because I need some water in my system because I am parched right now. I might like fall over and die in a couple seconds, but yeah, I just need, oh, 11, this has been an 11 minute rant. Okay, well, let me get, uh, let me just give me some water and I'll be right back. So Governor Brian Kemp, this might be one of his more, his biggest weeks in politics and it might define his political career. So, you know, he's been getting a lot of crap about reopening the state. Originally when he was, you know, he got a lot of support when he was reopening the state and now he's getting a bunch of protests because I guess, because the second the news heard that he was singing about it, they just immediately went on the attack as I just stated in the, my last topic. And, you know, now he's getting, now people are getting mad at him, including some, he's getting a lot of bipartisan attention from this as well. A lot of Democrats are, of course, angry at him and a lot, some Republicans are angry at him. But again, these people in my opinion, don't know enough about this subject, as Brian Kemp and a lot of the people who he's working with in his cabinet and his administration know. And there's some health experts who have warned of dire consequences, but then there's, of course, other ones who have warned that, oh, this is actually pretty good, man. You should do that. You're allowed to do this. Trump originally was, as I stated, I think it was a couple weeks ago, he was saying that, oh, no, Brian Kemp doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to stop doing this. And then he came back and he's like, no, actually, you know what? Hey, I actually, this is actually, no, he can do that. That's fine. You know, and that's what I think everyone's going to realize is I just shared the statistics. We haven't seen like some huge increase in cases since the, the state reopened. And, you know, he's in, in uh, you know, he's released guidelines allowing restaurants to resume in person uh, dining Monday. Uh, and, you know, he's, um, you know, he, he and again, I, and I'm going to read this quote again. And he's, he, he's put this into the community. He said, community and not the government should lead the way in recovery he has put this in our hands and it is our job to take advantage of it and use it properly and he's trying to convince the private sector he's trying the private sector has he also says the private sector has to convince the public it's safe to go back into these businesses if they don't we have the ability to act on that you know, he's putting this in the private, you know, these private businesses, they need to be able, they need to follow these guidelines. If they don't, then they're going to have to enforce them. And if they don't, if they still, if they just won't even open and they won't do anything, then we'll just go back to how it was. Apparently nobody wants to, there won't be anything for people to go to. And th- this shows how strong, honestly, of a governor Brian Kemp is. He is saying, and his administration, and the senators and the congressmen who are working with him right now, he is getting so much blowback from the from the, the media, of course. He's getting blowback from the federal government. He's getting blowback from his own citizens. But again, he knows what Georgia needs. Like a good leader, even though you might think this is not what you want. I mean, but there is a he does have a large amount of support for this. Probably more support he has for it than he has against it. Again, he's not just, you know, like a king making a decision that he thinks right and nobody else does. You know, he does have a lot of support for this, but he is doing what he knows is right, and he doesn't care what other people think about it. He doesn't care if his party thinks he's being dumb. He doesn't care if the Democrats think he's being dumb. He has been told by medical officials. He has thought about this, obviously, for a very long time. He started talking about this near, like, the beginning of April he started discussing this. So he's really had a long time to think about it. He understands, he's obviously looked at the graphs like I have, and I've seen what he's seen. And he knows the decision he needs to make. And if it's a dumb decision at the end of the day, then yeah, he's going to suffer for it. But again, this whole, the whole idea of this is going to define his political career as well. And this should, 
this is not, this should not be a political thing anyway. No politician was prepared for this. Nobody was. No one had any idea there would be a, gig- a, a huge virus that would cover the entire globe and that we'd all be quarantined. Nobody could have predicted that. No one. But it happened. And it's not these pol- I don't blame the politicians for this. You know, a lot of media have been blaming Donald Trump. Donald Trump did, this is not a, an expected thing. Donald Trump reacted in the way he reacted. And it, honestly, it might not have been the perfect response, but at least he responded. And now we're at least, you know, he has made everything right. Donald Trump has made everything right. And it's the same with a lot of these governors. You know, you can't tell me that the governor of California was just perfectly prepared for this. He made a lot of stupid mistakes as well. Every governor, every politician was not prepared for this. And a lot of them have also made some stupid mistakes. Brian Kemp has also made some mistakes. But now we have to... Re- but now we need to correct those mistakes. And we need to fix everything. But, you know, hopefully we can, you know, we can just get back to this. And we can, you know... And again, I don't think this is going to define Governor Brian Kemp's career. Uh, because, again, he was just... Nobody was prepared for this. And this should not be. And this is kind of like, um, I mean, you know, it's just it's something that nobody could prepare for, and it should not define his career. And I think he has responded really well to this, honestly. You know, I think he's really thought this out. I think he's really taken a hold of this really quickly and tried to get an idea of what's going on. I mean, I remember in the early days he really did try to get a grasp on exactly what's ha- happening. And I and I think he is going to, you know, again, you know, I can see this still negatively affecting pretty much any political official right now. Anyone, Trump, Pelosi, any like anyone, this can affect negatively because again, you know, it's sometimes people just need somebody to blame for, it, and a lot of times it's just the politician. And I gotta be honest, it's easy. It's pretty easy to blame the politician. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of. Georgia State Politics, I hope I gave you a lot more information than I have in a couple weeks. I know I've had some shorter videos and, or sorry, shorter (laughs) episodes, and I understand that maybe you've been wanting some more, but I hope this was able, you were able to uh, be content with this. Uh, But, you know, please check us out on all the areas where you can find us, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and a bunch of other ones that I forgot the names of. But please do whatever it is, subscribe, comment, like, anything that it allows you to do, do it please, and it would be really helpful for me, it would be really helpful for my podcast. We are growing extremely fast, and I am super happy about that, And but you know, even though we're growing, I, again, this is a very serious thing, this is a very serious time, and I hope that everybody can stay safe, and you know, just everybody relax, You are the state's open, do the things you want to do, you know, go out, do these things, do the things you are allowed to do, just please do not be that stupid idiot. Don't be him. Practice social distancing. Please don't. But yeah, everybody, uh, God bless and um, have a good week.